What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with the second Founders Journal of the week. For those of you that are joining for the first time, the Founders Journal is my daily audio diary where I reflect on the most important moments in my day behind the scenes at Morning Brew. As always, I am joined by Josh Kaplan, the producer, the man with the podcast booth, And today we are talking about the learnings from my conversation with the CMO of HubSpot. Let's hop into it. What'd you learn? How'd the conversation go? Did you have fun? It it was a great conversation. Really cool guy, uh, Kip Bodner. He's based in Boston, which is where HubSpot is. And really smart dude. Like he, he has, he's just an expert, you know, one as a function of being a smart human being, but also he's just seen so much given he's been with HubSpot for 10 years and has watched this company go from a small startup to a $12 billion publicly traded uh, marketing software company. So it was a great conversation. And you know, we talked about everything from B2B marketing to event marketing and how event marketing has had to change, obviously, with the pandemic, um, how he approaches annual planning, which sounds like the most boring shit ever, may be boring, but it's also really important. But there are two things I took from this conversation that I want to call out. The first thing is that in the age of proliferation of content and media, I think it is very easy for all of us to focus our content consumption diets, reference to an old episode, on the flashiest and sexiest businesses of today. So if you think about how much companies like Tesla, Facebook, Google, Amazon, Netflix take up the narrative around businesses and business performance, it is probably a disproportionately large amount relative to how many businesses there are in the world and specifically how the average business is built. And so the reason I wanted to call this out is I think we have to be really careful as we think about growing our own businesses, being managers and leaders, launching a business or growing a new line of business, looking to unicorns or trillion dollar companies, I would say are only so constructive in providing guiding light for what we should do. And the reason I thought of this is you look at HubSpot. HubSpot is a massive company, $12 billion market cap traded on the New York Stock Exchange. But I would say it it has a more traditional or normal like trajectory that I think a lot of inspiration can be drawn from and lessons can be drawn from relative to, let's say, an Instagram who sold for a billion dollars after 18 months of being a business. And so, you know, HubSpot was founded in 2006 by two entrepreneurs out of MIT. The business has been built for the last 15 years. And it, it is incredible how this thing has scaled. HubSpot has become the number one best place to work on Glassdoor's list. I don't believe the company is profitable yet, but they are approaching profitability. And so all I would say is, you know, Maybe Facebook, Netflix, Google, Disney are the, the stocks you have in your portfolio. But as you think about smart business building, just make sure you're paying attention to businesses that aren't necessarily in the zeitgeist. And HubSpot was one of those examples for me. How do you find more businesses that aren't in the zeitgeist? HubSpot is a bit hidden, is clearly massive. But when you think about somebody thinking of new business ideas or thinking of where to work, Obviously, we're going to be attracted to what's sexy. So like, how do you yeah. actually shift your attention and your, your media diet to what might be less sexy? I think that's a great question. I think 
to your point, there is a lack of coverage around unsexy businesses, which I think in itself presents really cool opportunity. And what I've even found interesting is there's clearly a need for this because some of the most popular Twitter threads and LinkedIn threads that I've seen in recent weeks have been threads about companies or people that you didn't know about. So one example comes to mind, this guy, Kevin Lee, created a thread around uh, Marshmallow, the DJ. And Marshmallow is incredibly successful, has made a ton of money, but he broke down the strategy that Marshmallow's manager, who no one has ever heard of, has deployed for Marshmallow to find success. And so I think one of the answers is you need to look in non-obvious places, whether it's going to Reddit, whether it's following specific people on Twitter, um, whether it's you know going to Hacker News, I think going to non-primary sources that I think are incentivized to create more and more content around the big tech companies is definitely one thing to do. The other thing I would do is look at publicly traded companies, right? Because you go to you know the S&P 500, there are 500 companies. Of those 500 companies, you probably only hear about 10 of them on a regular basis. Just go through the list of companies, point your finger at one in an industry that interests you and just learn more about it. And so I would say is like, look in crevices of the internet that are not necessarily the most popular crevices. And you'll probably find stories about companies other than you know the four or five that we talk about every single day. And the second learning from my conversation with Kip actually relates to Kip specifically. So Kip has spent 10 years, he just celebrated 10 years at, at HubSpot. The reason I, I found that to be so remarkable is because in my time being a part of Morning Brew and watching the company grow, I've always felt that it is such a challenge for employees of a business early on in the early days when a company is you know one to 10 employees to, to scale with the company. I think it is very, diff- very difficult for employees to grow in lockstep with a high growth startup. Because if you think about it, working in a startup is not like a corporate job. You work in say consulting or accounting or investment banking. There is a clear trajectory. There are a clear set of expectations to rise in that trajectory. And there's an expected number of years that it takes you to do that. So in a large company or corporate role, basically the movement is vertical. If you think about a startup, where in the early days, you're trying to find product market fit, you're trying to think of new products to launch that have never been introduced before, and you have to find product market fit with these new products. What that means is, one, you're going to have to try new things that have never been done before, and you're going to try things that fail, and you're going to end up shutting them down. And what that requires is employees to be able to move both vertically in becoming managers and more thinkers than just doers, which I think in itself requires a new set of skills that someone needs to learn. But it also requires lateral movement into new skill sets and competencies that an employee didn't have before. So I think like Josh is the best example. Like Josh in, in the early days of the brew was focusing a lot on like new product launches and operations within the business. Like we, we called him, you know, the human Swiss army knife of the business. And I think it speaks to his ability, your ability, I'm talking to you, ability to be nimble and flexible and malleable as an employee and build up a new set of muscles because now you know Josh is the product manager of the audio business at Morning Brew and that is a very different skill set than when he started at the company and so i think it's just important to acknowledge that being when you're growing a company having people in the right seat at the right time 
is such an important concept. And for employees who want to grow with a business, the need to be able to move laterally and vertically is something that you need to be able to do to grow in parallel with a company that is growing quickly. So thank you everyone for listening to the show. Appreciate you tuning in for the uh, the surprise appearance on LinkedIn Live. Really enjoyed my conversation with Kit Bodner, the CMO of HubSpot today. And I hope uh, these two lessons have been helpful for you. Thanks everyone for listening. Take it easy. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.